Let us get into the word, the book of Mark chapter number 4, verse number 35 to 41. Mark 4, 35 to 41, we are reading in the NLT. The word of God says that, as evening came, Jesus said to his disciples, let's cross to the other side of the lake. Now, I want you to understand here, this is Jesus saying, it is not a man who's saying this, it's Jesus. You see, this makes this very strong and very sensitive and very interesting. Because when Jesus says something, whatever he says, he means. He says what he means and he means what he says. Whatever Jesus says, stands. Whatever Jesus says has to come to pass. His word becomes. When he speaks, the whole creation has to listen and has to align to what he says. The Bible says that as the evening came, Jesus said to his disciples, let's cross to the other side of the lake. So this is an invitation by Jesus that we are crossing over to the other side of the lake. By the way, if you are looking for a title, the title of my message is that you're going to make it. It's a prophetic word. You're going to make it. You're going to make it. Shake your neighbor and say, you're going to make it. Shake your neighbor. Make sure they don't have corona. Tell them that you're going to make it. Somebody say hallelujah. All right. The word of God is showing us that... Uh, it was Jesus who said, let us cross over to the other side of the lake. So children of God, we are crossing over to the other side of COVID-19. To the other side. You see, on the other side of COVID-19, that is where our miracles are. That is where our, break, our breakthroughs are. So that is exactly where we are going. We are going to the other side of COVID. I don't know who this word is for, but there is somebody that is looking for this word. Your business is crossing over to the other side. Your job is crossing over. Your marriage, your relationship, you've been in that relationship for many years, and that person never even proposed marriage. I command that may that relationship cross over to the other side. May it not remain on the one side. We are crossing over with you in the name of Jesus. So the Bible says that they took Jesus in the boat. This is critical. You have to take Jesus in your boat. Who is in your boat? This is a question to many of you that are watching me. Who is in your boat? Who is in your boat? You know, sometimes we get into, the, into our boats in life and we leave Jesus behind. And you see, the challenge is that when you are going to go through things in that your boat, you are going to have to solve them by yourself. Never, never get into a boat when Jesus is not there. Remember some fellows, they once took Jonah in their boat. <laughs> in the book of Jonah. They took Jonah in the boat. <laughs> some of you, if you are going to take Jonah in your boat. You see, when Jonah is in your boat, your boat is going to sink. Jonah is a sinker. Jonah is a stinker. Jonah is an undertaker. So these guys, they made sure that they don't repeat the mistake that happened in the book of Jonah. They took Jesus in their boat. And the Bible says they started out leaving crowds behind. In life, there has to be a place whereby you leave crowd behind. You understand? You leave crowds. You leave crowds. Sometimes you have to leave the crowds that are low down there and go to a new place up there. You see, up there it's not populated. It's only a few, it's only a few people that are up there. Now, you have to leave the crowds. You get what I'm saying? The crowds are, are, are the places whereby you are comfortable in. The places that feed your ego. The places that makes you to be comfortable in stagnancy. God is saying that it's time to leave the crowds. There are things that you got to leave. You cannot, you cannot move forward when you are looking backward. That is why even on your car, the, 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 the front screen... The windscreen is bigger than the rear view mirror to show you that where you are going is more important than where you are coming from. So leave the crowds. Somebody say hallelujah. 
The Bible says in brackets, although other boats followed. That is to say to you that you are a leader. You see, this boat would have never followed the boat of the other guys had it not left. You see, once you start that business, once you start whatever you need to start, there are going to be people, you are going to pave a way for many people. I'm talking to that young, to that young businesswoman, I'm talking to that young businessman, I'm talking to that old business person, that you see, you are a trailblazer, don't undermine yourself. The Bible says that other boats followed, and I want you to underline that because I'm going to come back to it later. The Bible says that, but soon a fierce storm came up. But soon a fierce storm came up. You see, Anytime you decide to do something powerful, anytime you decide to come out of mediocrity, storms going to come. Anytime you say that I'm tired of being on the same level, I'm tired of suffering, I'm tired of poverty, storms are going to come. You see, storms, you see, are just a type or a, 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 an indication that you are carrying something of value. Storms and challenges of life, they just show you that what you are carrying is valuable. Why am I saying this? Remember, have you ever seen a person robbing an ambulance? Have you ever heard in your life that a hearse, you know, a hearse, the car that carries coffins to the graveyard, have you ever heard that a hearse has been robbed? No, why? Because it is assumed that a hearse carries nothing of value, an ambulance carries nothing of value. Have you ever heard in Johannesburg or in Pretoria or in Durban or in Cape Town or in PE that one of the hobos was robbed? Have you ever heard that a hobo was robbed? No. Why? It is assumed that they carry nothing of value. Why are you being attacked? Why are you being robbed? It's because it is esteemed. The enemy can see that you are carrying something of value. Only people with laptop bags get robbed in places like Johannesburg. Am I talking to somebody? So it is critical to understand that challenges, they only show you that you are carrying something of value. So stop crying about your challenges. Begin to see their prophetic message. The prophetic message of your challenge is that you are carrying something significant, something valuable. And the Bible says that high waves were breaking into the boat. High waves. This was, these were not small waves. High waves. You see, when you decide to take a step of change, when you decide to take a step of supporting the work of God, there are going to be waves. You get what I'm saying? When you say that, I want to start supporting the ministry. Waves are going to come. It's part and parcel of showing that now what you're doing is significant. Why weren't they coming all along? Somebody say amen. And the Bible says that it began to fill with water. It began to fill with water. You see, this is something. Water begins to come into your boat because you are moving forward. And that is to teach you that make sure that when you move forward, there is no water in your boat. Get rid of water in your boat. And anytime you do something, the enemy wants to put water in your boat. And you have to fight so that that water does not come in your boat. Water represents things that should be outside of your life. You see, when water is outside of the boat, it makes the boat to float. The boat moves upon water. It becomes a platform through which the boat flows. But the same water, when it comes inside the boat, it begins to sink the boat. So God is saying to you that your stresses and your worries, leave them outside of your boat. Leave them outside of your life. Because when you begin to bring them there, they begin to drown you. They begin to sink you. Leave your doubts outside of your boat. Leave your haters outside of your boat. The people that left you, your exes, leave them outside of your boat. Stop going to Facebook and Instagram, checking what your ex is doing now. Leave them. You are now putting water in your boat. You are the one to sink. And God cannot give you your next when you are busy chasing your ex. So if you are ready for your next, get rid 
of that. Am I talking to somebody? I hope I'm, 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 I'm prophesying to somebody right here. So the Bible says that Jesus was sleeping at the back of the boat with the head on a cushion. Jesus was sleeping at the back of the boat. I mean, these guys are in trouble and Jesus is, is sleeping. Jesus is sleeping because he knows that if he said we are going to the other side, we, we are going to the other side. Storm or no storm. Jesus is relaxed. That is to teach you that when you are believing God for something, the proof of faith is in your rest. If you are, if you are restless about an issue, your faith there is, is, is questionable. Jesus said we are going to the other side. He's sleeping. The storm is hitting the boat. I mean, for you to be able to sleep in a tempestuous storm, it means something about you. The other time we were in Cape Town, in, uh, in, in, in VNA, in VNA what, what do you call that place? In VNA Waterfront. And we took a boat. It was me and, 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 and some of our family members. And when we took the boat, we arrived at a place whereby the, the boat was getting bumpy. You know, I heard Bazalwani pray in tongues. Why? Because everybody was scared. I'm just sitting there and I'm thinking that I can't die now. You see, when, when, when you have faith in God, even though your boat is going through bumpy rides, you, you are not shaken, you are not moved, because you know that God will fulfill to me what he said. But when you are not sure, when your faith is bumpy, when you reach bumpy rides, now it, it is bumpy rides plus bumpy faith, it becomes problematic. So child of God, Jesus is sleeping in the boat because he knows that what he said is going to come to pass. He understands that you shall decree a thing and it shall be established unto you. So child of God, when you declare God's word, when you speak the word of God upon your life by faith, because confident of the results. Be confident of the results. Somebody say amen. So the Bible says that Jesus is putting his head on a cushion. You see, a cushion is important because, you see, if your head is not cushioned, your head, when, when, when whatsoever challenges are coming, they are going to hurt your head. God is saying to somebody that cushion your head. Make sure that your head is put on a spiritual cushion. There must be a spiritual cushion. Prayer is a cushion. Fasting is a cushion. Supporting the work of God is a cushion. Make sure that your head is upon your cushion. It's cushioned. Am I talking to somebody? Even, even in ministry, let us make sure that our heads, our leaders are cushioned. Am I talking to somebody? So Jesus is putting his head on a cushion. And that is why even though there were bumpy storms and rides, he was not able to feel them because he was cushioned. And as well, that is to say that let us put our church on a cushion in this time. So that when there are bumpy rides because of COVID, our ministry remains intact. CLM Midland remains intact. Somebody say amen. The Bible says that now. The disciples woke him up. Hallelujah. Oh. Wait for somebody. There has to be a place, there has to be a time whereby you wake up Jesus in your life. There has to be a place whereby you are, you are, you are sick and tired of being sick and tired that Jesus, you cannot be quiet in my life. Why are you quiet? I'm going through challenges. Why are you quiet? I like these guys. They realize that, you know what? We are going through a storm, but there is somebody in our boat. Oh, Jesus. Can you see the importance of carrying Jesus in your boat? It's so that when times like these come, you have somebody to run to. When the storms came, they said, no, but we got Jesus in the boat. We, we, we ain't going to die here when there is Jesus in our boat. Mm -mm. I ain't going to be broke when there is Jesus in my boat. 
I ain't going to be single when there's Jesus in my boat. Oh, no. I ain't going to be without a job when there's Jesus in my boat. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. There are things that you can boldly refuse when you understand that there is Jesus in your boat. And child of God, the day you got born again by reason of salvation and redemption, Jesus entered your boat, your life. Your life is the boat here. Jesus is in your life. Once there are storms and pressures and tempestuous rises, you got to go back to Jesus and say hey Lord you gotta wake up now come and save me I'm losing my mind oh my God I'm discouraged I'm disappointed do something oh God somebody say hallelujah they wake him up shouting teacher don't you care that we are going to drown my God the Bible says that when Jesus woke up somebody say when Jesus woke up so Jesus woke up somebody say hallelujah Jesus woke up he woke up because they woke him up had they not woken him up, he would, he would remain asleep. I, I challenge you that child of God, go and wake up Jesus in your life. Go and wake up Jesus. Somebody say hallelujah. Go and wake up Jesus in that business. Go and wake up Jesus in that marriage. Go and wake up Jesus in your studies. Go and wake up Jesus. I don't know what sphere of life you need Jesus to wake up, but go and wake up Jesus. You want children? Wake up Jesus. I see him giving you twins. Am I talking to somebody? I see him giving you a life partner. I see him removing that HIV virus from your body. I see him taking that cancer, taking that leukemia from your body. I see him taking that depression away from your mind. I see him restoring mental health in your life, but you gotta wake him up. Am I talking to somebody i see him helping you the one that you are struggling with forgiveness you struggle with forgiving people he's coming to empower you so that you can be able to forgive wake up jesus in your life somebody say amen the bible says that he rebuked the wind kalabasaya ah he rebuked the wind jesus is a wind rebuker our jesus can rebuke wind my god he can rebuke wind he says silence be still my God, he's speaking to wind. He's speaking to wind. This is to teach you that everything in life has a sense of intelligence. Because anytime Jesus wanted to deal with something, he spoke to it. Here is a wind. He looks at the wind. He talks to the wind. Every challenge you are facing in life has a sense of intelligence. In simple English, it can hear. The challenges, the financial challenges that you have, they can hear. You can speak to your money and say, I am sick and tired of these crazy debit orders that are above my income. I decree income. I decree increase. Am I talking to somebody? I decree multiplication to my resources. Somebody say amen. He speaks to wind and says, silence, be still. And the wind heard. You see, this particular uh, uh, lake or river in which Jesus was moving in, even today, when you go to Israel, it is still quiet. It is still quiet. It's still calm. Why? Because when God speaks a word, that word is established forever in the heavens, as the book of Psalms say. When God says something, that something remains eternal. His word is eternal. It cannot be changed. It cannot be edited. It cannot be amended. Somebody say hallelujah. Remember again in the Bible when, when, when Jesus saw a fig tree that he thought it had figs, but when he got closer it had nothing. He went to the tree and he said to it that you shall no longer have fruit. He, he cursed the tree. The next day when the disciples came, the tree had dried out. So even trees can hear. 
every situation that you have can hear. The reason why I say declare the word of God, we encourage you every day through our podcasts, through uh, you know Instagram, through uh, Facebook, through uh, the, the, what we post, the, the devotionals, lockdown day one to lockdown day 44. What is important about this is that when the word of God is spoken, anything hears. When you speak the word, if a tree could hear Jesus, if a river could hear Jesus, if a dead Lazarus could hear, therefore everything can hear. Your situation can hear. So do not be silent about your situation. I know it may sound crazy, but this is spiritual. It is not carnal. Don't approach spiritual things using carnal approach. Somebody say hallelujah. So the word of God said, he rebuked the wind and said, and said to the waves, silence be still. The Bible says, suddenly the wind stopped. Suddenly. You see, God is visiting you this morning with a series of suddenlies. A series of suddenlies. Suddenly you'll have peace in your marriage. Suddenly you'll have your twins. Suddenly you'll be blessed. Suddenly you'll be promoted. Suddenly you'll be elevated. Suddenly, even those that are not members of our church, I, I prophesy to your life right now that you are going to experience sudden miracles, a series of suddenlies. It will be one suddenly after the other. Because when God speaks, suddenlies are inevitable. Somebody say hallelujah. Suddenly the wind stopped and there was a great calm. Child of God, there's going to be a great calm in your life. In the whole world, there's going to be a great calm. This coronavirus there's going to be a great calm. God, already God is calming it. Go and look at the numbers. The level of recovery is, is accelerating, is moving high like the speed of thunder. That is to show you that God is in the business of calming things down. Then the Bible says that then he asked them, why are you afraid? Do you still have no faith? The disciples were absolutely terrified, saying, who is this man? Who is this man? They asked each other. Even the wind and the waves obey him. Even the winds and the waves obey him. So Jesus could speak wind. I told you last time that Jesus can speak wind. He can address your wind. Sometimes you must just go to Jesus and say, come and speak to my wind. I'm tired of this wind. Come and speak to my singleness. Come and speak to this. Come and speak to this man that don't want to marry me. He doesn't want to put a ring on my finger. Come and speak. Yes, it is your wind. And we have the right to go to Jesus and say, come and speak to this thing here. I need a change here. Somebody say hallelujah. So with all the challenges that the, that the apostles went through, they still made it. They still made it. Child of, child of God, you are going to make it. I, I don't care how afraid you are. I don't care how discouraged you are. But you are going to make it. You have, there's going to be life after COVID-19. There's going to be life after coronavirus. Oh my God. Your business is going to make it. Your job is going to make it. I speak to that person who owns Ubers, who owns taxifies, cars. You are going to make it. I know right now you are stressed that how am I going to provide for my kid? David says that I was young. And now I am old. I've never seen the rushes forsaken. Nor their seed begging for bread. Your children will not beg bread. You are going to make it child of God. You are going to make it my brother, my sister. Those that have planned weddings and you are frustrated. We've paid money to the decors and all these things. You are going to make it. God is seeing it. 
God is looking at you. Some of you are worried that will we still have church after this? We are going to make it by faith. Oh, Kala Braniska Dia Bahaya. We are going to make it by faith. Your wedding is still going to happen. We are coming. I will be there in your wedding in the name of Jesus. I join my faith with your faith that you are going to make it. Will I still have a job after Corona? Yes, you are going to make it. If you lose that one, then it only means that God has a better one. In the name of Jesus, you are going to make it my sister. You are going to make it my mother. You are going to make it my brother. You are going to make it in the name of Jesus. I decree and I declare upon your life that you are going to make it. I don't care what the devil has said. I don't care how many challenges you have heard. But you are going to make it. Your business is going to make it. Somebody say hallelujah. I say you are going to make it. Students are worried that, you know, we are getting behind with our studies. How then do we catch up? You are going to make it, my brother. You are going to make it in Bicom Accounting. You are going to make it in Engineering. You are going to make it in Medicine. I see you graduating as a medical doctor this year in the name of Jesus we don't care what the devil has said already some of the members of our church have been graduating even in this season of COVID-19 some of the members of our church have been getting jobs there are people who have started jobs in this season of COVID-19 some of our members are getting tenders in this season child of God you are gonna make it oh stand in the word of God stand in faith yes there may be storms upon your, your, your boat there may be winds and waves upon your boat but child of God Jesus is in that boat and because jesus is in that boat you're gonna make it child of god i know you were paid half your salary in this time but you are going to make it i know that 25 percent of your salary has been cut but you are gonna make it i speak to the pastors that have joined us that are watching us i know that your church is not covered there's no there's no funding to your church there's no solidarity funding to your church but my pastor you're gonna make it stay in the world you are gonna you are gonna be there your church is gonna, is gonna exist after COVID-19 in the name of Jesus. I pray for every business person. I say that after COVID-19, your business will still be existing. You are still going to be here. You are going to be large and you are going to be in charge because we don't depend upon worldly things. We depend upon God. Our economy is of God. We depend upon God. Only God is our source. That is why the word of God says that he's able to supply all our needs according to his riches, according to his riches, according to his own riches we don't depend on earthly riches we don't depend on the economy of south africa the economy of south africa can be a tool which god uses to to convey blessings to us but it is not our source our jobs can be a tool which god uses to convey blessings to us but god is our source now because god is our source our source can never run dry. This source called God, it knows no limits. It's a bottomless uh, storehouse. It's a bottomless source. Somebody say hallelujah. And I prophesy, you're going to make it. Your marriage is going to make it. I know that right now, you and your wife, you are fighting day and night. You are fighting for no reason. But you are going to make it in the name of Jesus. I know the doctor said you have TB. The doctor said you have HIV. The doctor said you have cancer. I do not care. You are going to make it. I decree the word of God upon your life. I decree the hand of God upon your life. You are going to make it. I know your boss said to you that if you don't sleep with me, I'm not going to promote you. But the devil is a liar and so is his mother-in-law. You're going to make it in the name of Jesus. You're going to make it, my sister. You're going to make it, my brother. Get ready. Stand up. Stand up tall and say, I'm going to make it. Kick every devil. Kick every demon out of your way. Say, back, back devil. Back, back witch. 
back back Satan. I'm gonna I'm gonna make it. Get ready to make it. Begin to see yourself in that next level. Begin to see yourself in your house, in that mansion. In the name of Jesus, you're gonna make it. We're gonna make it. SCLM, we are saying that we are gonna make it. We stand upon the word of God because the word of God said that those that trust upon the Lord, they shall be like Mount Zion, which cannot be moved or shaken. Child of God, we can't be moved. Corona can't move us. The devil can't move us. Witches can't move us. No situation can move us. We are standing upon the solid rock, which is Jesus Christ. We are standing upon Christ, the author and the finisher of our faith. And when we are standing upon Jesus, nothing, 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 nothing can touch us. No devil can touch us because the word of God said that there is no weapon that is formed against you that shall be able to prosper. I said no weapon, no devil, no tokolosh, no evil boss, no muti, no inyanga, no evil colleague. My God, I don't care where they got the muti, whether the muti is an import or an export or whatever pot, but as long as you are a child of God, no devil can touch you. Jesus has redeemed you by his blood. He, he, he is covering you. He's shielding you. Your name is written in the book of life. You are the apple of God's eye. You are blessed and highly favored. You are blessed going in. You are blessed going out. You are blessed in the city. You are blessed in the field. You are the herd and you are not the tail. Child of God, you're going to make it. You're going to make it. Have confidence. Stand on the word. Say, I'm going to make it. Say, I'm going to make it. Begin to prophesy. Begin to talk to your situations. Begin to talk to whatever challenge. Look at that challenge and say, challenge, I'm looking at you for the last time. That small car which you hate, look at it and declare a word. That small car, I'm looking at you for the last time. Look at the place where you are renting and say renting i'm looking at you for the last time you are looking for permanent permits or rather permanent residence in this country begin to prophesy that i shall be a permanent resident of this country in the name of jesus whatever you are going through i don't care whether you have you have, you have loved ones that are in a different country or in a different province that are sick we send the word of god they are also gonna make it it will be us and our children it will be us and our loved ones none of us is gonna be left behind somebody say hallelujah somebody say hallelujah we're gonna make it we're gonna make it you're gonna make it don't doubt don't fear you're gonna make it get ready to make it see yourself on the other side you are going to the other side you are going ipraka igregeda iligra azusa you are going to the other side by fire by thunder my god am i talking to somebody oh my god if somebody has to be fired let them be fired but we are going to the other side if somebody if conjanja has to happen to somebody let that conjanja happen but we are going to the other side we are sick and tired of being on the same level and of being stuck we are going to the other side we're gonna make it Somebody say, I'm going to make it. Beat yourself on the chest and say, I'm going to make it. Shout and say, I'm going to make it. Lift your leg and say, I'm going to make it. Shake your body and say, I'm going to make it. Somebody say, hallelujah. Glory be to God. I want us to go and pray. We have heard the word. I want us to go and pray that God, we're going to make it. Make that your prayer. That I'm going to make it. Libra kasondia mahara. Gidia galogo barakada. Meke reboskidiaba. Father God, we pray that in the name of Jesus, we don't care. We don't care what the devil said, but we're going to make it, Lord, in the name of Jesus. 
We're going to make it, Lord. Father God, we thank you because you have empowered us to go and make it. We are ready for the next level, my God. We have Jesus in our boat, my God. We can be stuck. We can be stuck. We can be brought down. We're going to make it in the name of Jesus. We have prayed. Somebody say amen. Somebody say amen. We encourage you in this season to continue supporting the work of God. I encourage you personally, forget everything that, uh, whatever, whatever the enemy is saying out there. Listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not listen to the voice of Satan. Listen to the voice of the Lord. We know the principles. You see, the Bible will never be revised. The Bible will never be edited. In, in season and out of season, the word of God remains as is. Let us remain being faithful and supporting the work of God. So that even after this season, we have a church to go to. We don't want that situation whereby after COVID-19, you, you now need to go start joining another church because yours has closed down. Let us all stand together. Whatever we have, whatever little resources we have, let us push so that the work of God is able to go. Because you know we have responsibilities, we have rentals, we have all all these things and we trust in your faithfulness we know that the members the sons and the daughters of clm are faithful people in and out of season things are good things are rough we know and we trust you and we have confidence in you as our people somebody say hallelujah i want to pray for everybody that is not born again you are not born again and you are watching me stretch your hand towards your, your tv towards your laptop towards your camera i want to pray with you say father in the name of jesus i accept you as my Lord and Savior. Father, I repent in the name of Jesus. I say my sins, let them be forgiven through the blood. I accept Jesus in my heart in the name of Jesus. We have prayed. Amen. Child of God, if you have prayed that prayer, you are now born again. If you have prayed that prayer, you are now born again. When Jesus comes back, you are going to heaven. And now send us an inbox. If you have prayed that prayer, send us an inbox so that we can get to know you. We can get to nurture you and empower you during this season. Somebody say hallelujah. And another thing, remember Wednesday we are here again. Wednesday we are here again. And uh, make sure that half past six you are tuned in this is church you are not just uh, uh, getting into facebook or youtube whatsoever you are coming to church you not making it on this stream it is as good as you not being in church and we're saying that go out there share our page let us reach as many people as possible remember this year our vision is rich we want to reach as far as we can so let us thank god he has given us these platforms called social medias to reach as far as we can somebody say hallelujah somebody say hallelujah and uh, we have come to the end of our service but before i go we are going to listen to pastor muriel one more time pastor muriel she has a, a message for mothers some of you were, were joined us late you, you didn't see what she said so we are going to go to pastor muriel and hear her words can you take us there sir greetings in the name of jesus christ son of the living god this is a beautiful day indeed especially to us the mothers. Today is Mother's Day. We are grateful for this day. I just want to say a word and speak a word and send a message to all the mothers out there that today is your special day. I want you to feel appreciated and I want you all the mothers throughout all the world to know that you are loved, you are special. Today I've got a word for all the mothers out there 
we're gonna read from the book of Luke chapter 1 uh, we'll read from verse number 46 to 48 Luke chapter 1 verse number 46 to 48 this is the song of Mary this is the song of a mother I want every mother to sing the song today throughout all the world Mary said um, my soul magnifies the Lord and my spirit has rejoiced in God my Savior for he has regarded the lowly state of his maid servant for behold henceforth all generation will call me blessed this is a song which Mary was singing in her heart rejoicing because God had honored her it is an honor to, to be called a mother it is an honor I want you to sing this song mothers throughout all the world today Mary says all generations will call me blessed I want to say that everybody all generations your your, your family your children they call you blessed because you are a mother uh, Mary, Mary was was rejoicing in, in in her heart Mary was 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 glad in in her heart she says my spirit has rejoiced in God my Savior I want you to to rejoice in God your Savior it is a blessing to be a mother it is a blessing I want you to rejoice throughout all the world and know that you are called blessed by all generations you are called blessed by all people you are a special person you bring forth you bring forth I want to read again for you another scripture while we are still there in the book of Luke uh, uh, we'll go and read verse number 57 and uh, 58. Now Elizabeth's full time came for her to deliver and she brought forth a son. When her neighbors and relatives heard how the Lord had shown great mercy on her, they rejoiced with her. Her full time came for her to deliver and she brought forth. Even you, your full time came, you brought forth. And the Bible shows us that the relatives and the friends, when they saw the great thing that the Lord has done for her, they rejoiced with her. I want to speak to you if you are a husband, if you are a father, if you are a child, whatever you are, rejoice with these people today. Rejoice with them because there was a time where, 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 where fulfillment had to take place and they brought forth. You are so special. You are loved. I want to say to the mothers in Sierra Midrand, you are so special. You are so loved. And I want you to be treated special throughout all this day because you are special and you are loved. The Lord has done a great thing through you. Sing the song of Mary today. Sing the song of Mary today in the name of Jesus. Um, thank you for watching this message. I just wanted to pass it to you, to share to you, to say I love you and happy Mother's Day to all the mothers throughout all. Amen.